1: Is Mortal Kombat 11 really NetherRealm's crown jewel or is it all just hype? Hey everybody, welcome back
0: to the Realmcast bite Size episode. Today we ask, is Mortal Kombat 11 really NetherRealm's
1: crown jewel or is it just hype to impress potential investors? That's right, we're going to be doing a deep dive into available public sales figures, unpacking the 30-year legacy of Mortal Kombat and seeing how all of this relates to the newest kid on the block, Mortal Kombat 1. Mortal Kombat 2023, however you want to name <laughs> So 15 million copies
0: for Mortal Kombat 11. Let's just talk about that. I mean, it's off the charts.
1: Yeah, it's uh, especially compared to MKX's 12 million. But is this game the real champion or is there something else at play here?
0: That's a very good question. So Mortal Kombat is a beast. You know, the franchise has sold over 79 million copies. Wait, uh, Mortal Kombat? What's that? It's a beast of a game. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, 79 million copies, and that number continues to grow with the introduction of Mortal Kombat 1, which has recently released at the time of this recording. And then there's retro arcade cabinet, as well as all these ports from the original
1: games that are still hot items today. Exactly. But let's not forget the classics that actually brought us here. I mean, you never let me forget them. All you think about are the classics. The arcade era. It still definitely has a magic of its own. That's correct. But when Mortal
0: Kombat first dropped in 1992, it only sold 24,000 cabinets. That's much lower than Mortal Kombat 11's 15 million copies sold. But that's just cabinet sales. That's not anything else. I mean, because back then, they didn't have anything but the cabinets. It was just cabinets. You went to the arcade and played. It wasn't until Claim picked it up later that you got to play it at your house.
1: You know, I'm just thinking if I have any friends with arcade cabinets. I don't know. I feel like one should be staring me right in the face, but I'm not sure.
0: I I wouldn't say I'm staring you in the face, but... (laughs) (laughs) So, that's right. 24,000 arcade cabinets. Um, Here's one of 24,000, I guess. Um... (laughs) But that that was at the time, which I don't think you purchased back then. That's right. Because back then, these things used to sell for like $2,000 a unit, and... When you're comparing that to video game sales, which are like $60 a video game, or, you know, like back in the 90s when the uh, the home versions were like $30, I think, for for these cartridges and stuff like that, like it's it's quite a different number to compare. Of course, you only sold 24,000 arcade cabinets uh, because it's $2,000 a pop. Like it's not something that was very, I mean, that's in the the 90s. That's with inflation, that's a lot bigger than it is now. <laughs>
1: I'm just thinking, like me as a tiny little kid saying, Hey, mom, dad, can I get an arcade cabinet? No, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I had to
0: beg for a Super Nintendo, <laughs> and those were like a hundred bucks back then. Yeah. So, uh, even though they only sold 24,000 cabinets back then, they ended up making over $570 million. Uh, and with inflation, that's around $1 billion, $230 million today. So uh, that's a lot of money for (laughs) (laughs) just these
1: arcade cabinets. Uh, They ended up making a lot of money off of these. Yeah, I mean, one thing that is important to compare as well, we are putting that up against what is now considered a $70 uh, video game, which is the standard as of this year, I would say. But back when it was MK11, I think that was it was $60. Am I correct there, Phantom? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Morcom 11. For, for the base it's... editions. Yeah, right. Uh,
0: I mean, that's not counting Aftermath and skin packs and mm-hmm. everything else. But, I mean, you're selling. Uh, how many copies do they end up selling for Morcom 11 again? We said uh,
1: 15 million copies of MK11.
0: Yeah, 15 million. That's a lot of copies. $60 yeah. each. That's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> but you know talking about the arcade era you know i mentioned they ended up making over 570 million dollars which today would be over a billion but that's not even counting how much the arcades made with these quarter pushers you know every time you want to play the game you would have to put a quarter in and these games were designed to keep putting quarters in like you know the higher up levels fighting Shang shangsung game or combat one And then that this money that we're talking about is not even counting the retro arcades, like the Arcade 1-Up machines and things like that, or the resale of these. Arcade 1-Up still making these various different types of retro arcade machines, like these desktop versions, uh, the little miniature cabinets. uh, They even have one that like fits in the size of your palm of your hand. And these are still selling really well. I
1: mean, the original Mortal Kombat for its time was truly an underdog entering the, the gaming industry, it obviously now has become a legend. And like, if you if you look back at the competition at the time, it was really a David and Goliath story, if you think about it. So when we look at Mortal Kombat 11 making $500 million, was it? How does that
0: work? Okay, so let's talk numbers. 24,000 cabinets making over a billion dollars versus 15 million copies making $500 million. It's not that bad, but when you consider the legacy, you got to wonder if Mortal Kombat 11
1: truly is this crown jewel that everybody's talked about. Sure, but you are focusing quite heavily on selling arcade machines right now, when you also mm-hmm. do have to bear in mind the home sales. Mortal Kombat 11 made $500 million in home sales out of 15 million copies alone, because really we don't actually have arcade versions of these games anymore.
0: That is true, but according to the book The First Quarter, a 25-year history of video games by Steve L. Kent, as of the year 2000, Mortal Kombat had sold 6.5 million cartridges worldwide across all platforms. And at that time, it was grossing over $300 million. Today with inflation, that would equal about $536 million. Wow. Yeah, counting for inflation, that would have been thirty-six million over what Mortal Kombat 11 brought in, um, but since it was over twenty years ago, it was two hundred million less.
1: And that's completely excluding the arcade cabinet sales.
0: Yeah, that's just home sales. Um, so that's that's the thing about this. You got to consider inflation because yeah, it was thirty-six million over what Mortal Kombat 11 brought in, but uh, that only brought in two hundred million dollars less at that time.
1: But if the numbers were now, this would have possibly been a more successful game. Well, yeah, I mean, that does make a lot of sense. But speaking of numbers, something that I'm curious about, because I have seen a lot of discussion as to this topic itself. And really, the topic is whether or not Mortal Kombat 11's numbers have been a bit fluffed up. You know, that, that's, that's kind of what I've been seeing. And I wonder what you think on that topic. Yeah,
0: I'd say so. There's a lot of hype and it might just be a way to to wow investors and keep jobs secure. Mortal Kombat 11 was released in 2019 and as of July 26, 2021, we were already seeing reports from various sources such as IGN saying that Mortal Kombat 11 was the best selling Mortal Kombat game ever with
1: $12 million in sales at that time. So, I mean, this could have actually lined up with the Warner Bros acquisition, which we've actually covered quite extensively in other videos, including a video with uh, Midnight's Edge. Um, On May 17th, 2021, AT&T decided to leave the entertainment business by selling Warner Media in a merger with Discovery Incorporated to form a new publicly traded company, Warner Bros Discovery. This deal was closed on April 8th, 2022.
0: Yeah, Warner Brothers shared the news of Mortal Kombat 11 officially becoming the best-selling Mortal Kombat game ever in a press release, where it also confirmed that Mortal Kombat Mobile has amassed 138 million installs worldwide. So having the best-selling chapter and the best-selling fighting game of all time would have been a very valuable asset to showcase
1: to potential buyers at that time. True, now bearing that in mind. Let's talk about the Mortal Kombat movie itself. Not not game-related, but we did have reports quite recently about anything on HBO Max, was it, being sort of fluffed up. Apparently, the numbers were not actually accurate.
0: Yeah, that's true. It wasn't that the order of successful movies on HBO Max was off, but they did change the amount of viewers that were watching movies on HBO Max to make themselves more presentable to potential investors or buyers for HBO Max. 15 million copies of Mortal Kombat 11. I I don't doubt that that number was actually achieved, but the coined term of best-selling game in the franchise, that's you know where I think there possibly could have been a little bit of a PR spin, because what makes the game the best-selling game in the franchise? Is it the amount of copies, or is it the amount of money that it made, or is it, it's cultural impact within pop culture? or the fact that so that game continues to sell today you know we see mortal kombat 11 kind of spike up in numbers every once in a while when there's a, a sale but besides that are people really playing mortal kombat 11 or are they really enjoying it as much as they enjoyed the arcade
1: era is it what makes it successful i guess that's the big question how about mortal kombat 1 2023 apparently the highest pre-orders ever for a mortal kombat game
0: Uh Yes, but as of right now, Warner Brothers has been very quiet about the exact numbers with Mortal Kombat 1 2023. Not only have they been pretty quiet about the exact numbers, but as of September, the game is the eighth bestseller this year. But is that really enough?
1: I mean, they made a big thing about all these crazy pre-order numbers and everything, and... You gotta bear in mind also the other games that have come out around the same time. Now, for Mortal Kombat One, a new game to be eight here, losing out to games such as Starfield, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Call of Duty, which okay, fine. I, I mean, I hate it, but you know, fine. Diablo Four, Madden, NFL, then Legend of Zelda and Hogwarts Legacy. I mean. Even that—that's even ignoring the competition from games like Baldur's Gate, or Armored Core Six. You know, like yes, okay, those games came out at an earlier point in time, and yet you still see Armored Core on the list at this point in time, at uh, ranking in at number sixteen. You know, which is funnily enough followed up by another From Software game, Elden Ring, as the next one on the list when you bear these things in mind, you you need to also bear in mind things such as the bugs, the lack of polish. I I mean, it is kind of a universally accepted fact at this point that the game does not seem finished.
0: Yeah, and you know, you mentioned Microsoft Starfield, but that is a brand new IP and it's been selling more than Mortal Kombat 1 with its very, very established franchise at this point.
1: I think to be fair here, Regarding Starfield, it had a lot of hype over years. In comparison to Mortal Kombat being announced, leaked, and announced in and released in the same year, but then also Starfield is a Bethesda game, so people are always on the lookout for that new Skyrim, that new Fallout. I say the new Skyrim, new Elder Scrolls, new Fallout, etc. You know. But one thing that's interesting about these numbers that we're pulling up is that actually they all come up from Matt Piscatella, who was formerly of not just activision but also warner bros games yeah
0: uh it makes you really think is this release really holding its own right now or is it just benefiting from the franchise's reputation and on
1: top of that is it actually benefiting as much as we think it is or is that all really completely contributed by its reputation rather than you know the hype and everything else i mean. If you really look at the numbers right now on Steam, for example, we saw the game start off with pretty strong 31,000 average player, but since has had quite significant drops. I mean, at the time of this recording, it's only bringing in an average of less than 4,000 players, 3,812. And this goes right back to what you and I have discussed uh, prior to release regarding the PC ports.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you you mentioned that this is the Steam numbers, but ActivePlayer.io, even though it doesn't have exact numbers, it's also reporting a significant drop in Mortal Kombat players across all platforms. As of the time of this recording, they are basically saying that in the last 30 days, uh, Mortal Kombat 1 has lost almost 50,000 players. If anybody's interested, we will leave links to everything we talked about in
1: the description for the show. one thing that is also quite interesting is they're not actually just competing with other games. You know, as we mentioned, Armored Core, etc. I mean, I'm, for me, like, I'm not surprised that Armored Core is on that list. In my opinion, Armored Core is arguably Game of the Year alongside Baldur's Gate and Lies at P. But when you're also competing against your past games, that's a bit of an interesting one. Yeah,
0: uh, I mean, these past titles set a very high bar. From game mechanics to lore, the older titles have a depth that continues to captivate fans. So the question is, is Mortal Kombat up to that standard of the games before it? And is Mortal Kombat 1, with its complete
1: reboot, living up to this Mortal Kombat hype? Well, see, this is one part that I think we need to be fair to the game with. And I hope that we are always trying to be fair. (laughs) Uh, But... Mortal Kombat 1 in terms of the lore is the best edition in the NRS era aside from MK9 and even then I feel like it's unfair to compare to MK9 because MK9 really just retread old ground
0: And, and as we've talked about previously Mortal Kombat 9 is kind of the final chapter of
1: the Midway era in a way because a lot of the game was already developed it was a send off really and it's just I don't know like now we're comparing it to MK11, and I'm not going to sit here and say that MK11's lore was good. No, I'm sorry. MK11 was arguably the worst story in all of Mortal Kombat, uh, for me. I, I truly did not like that story purely because of... I mean, the Special Forces focus, the Chronica thing, which all could have been left behind, but that's a topic for another day. problem here is that despite Mortal Kombat 11, with all negative um, reviews and just the overall negative reception to the game itself, despite these numbers that we are reporting, you know, the 15 million sales, etc., etc. Mortal Kombat 11 is actually, I think, pulling higher numbers than Mortal Kombat 1 right now. Am I correct in saying that? Uh, or at least on I- Steam.
0: On daily players right now, um, I believe that Mortal Kombat 11 has higher daily players on Steam than Mortal Kombat 1 does at the moment.
1: Now, um, in the interest of being fair, that could definitely be attributed to the fact that Steam sales are absolutely glorious. And uh, I definitely have a couple of friends who've messaged me now saying, Hey, I grabbed MK11 on the Steam sale and I'm loving it. You know, because they, they got it for what, like six bucks or something? Full edition, you know, so, something like that. But While it's good to bear in mind that Steam sales will bring in a lot more players, there is a big concern with the fact that many players are playing MK11, a game which was honestly universally hated for many decisions. In comparison to playing the new game on the block with the best roster and arguably the best story in the NRS era, like the best gameplay, MK11 the gameplay was absolutely hated. Nobody so, liked watching it.
0: I have actual numbers for you. So as of October, uh, right before the game release, you know, Mortal Kombat 11 was averaging around 2,000 players a day. Uh, excuse me, after, uh, that was before Mortal Kombat 1's release. After Mortal Kombat one release, the Mortal Kombat 11 actually has around an average of 5,000 players or more on Steam right now. Um, that's a lot more than Mortal Kombat 1's, uh, like, less than 4,000. 3.8, so, was it? Yep. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, there has been an influx, but that could also be because, as you've said, that game is going on sale a lot more. It's a lot easier, more readily available than the more expensive Mortal Kombat 1.
1: So, bearing all this in mind, what does it actually mean for the franchise going forward? Was MK11 ever actually the peak? Or has NRS set the stage for the future long, long ago with its past release for the Mortal Kombat franchise?
0: Mortal Kombat OG 92. These are some big questions and you can't ignore the community's voice here. Fans have been pretty vocal about what they like and dislike in this new
1: release. Absolutely, we gotta consider the question, how much is nostalgia playing into this? Are we stuck in the glory days or is the franchise really evolving? Because you can look back to MK92 and you can say, yep, you know that's the game that we all hold in our hearts. But then you look back at MK11 and obviously you're going to get the community always going back to the previous games like, oh, this game was better than the, than the new one. And that tends to happen quite often. And I'm sorry, you cannot argue that MK11 was a better game than MK1 in terms of gameplay and such. But then you're going to consider things like putting out a complete release, how things are handled, microtransactions, customization, content itself, you know? So how much does nostalgia actually play into this?
0: That's a great point. Uh, You know, sometimes nostalgia can cloud our judgment. And the thing about this is, is you can go up to any person in the streets and Mortal Kombat's 2D era, it's arcade era, has a cultural impact. If you ask anybody to reference or describe a, a character from Mortal Kombat, they're more likely going to describe somebody from the arcade era than Mortal Kombat 11, which, as all these articles have stated, is the highest selling Mortal Kombat ever. But you know, nostalgia can also serve as a strong benchmark for the quality and styles that are expected in the franchise. We saw this in between Mortal Kombat's arcade and 3D eras, as fan reception dropped dramatically for Mortal Kombat 4 because they completely switched everything about the game. So if you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link.
1: Moment of truth, is Mortal Kombat 11, NetherRealm's crowning glory, or does it owe its true success to the past? Our verdict? It's complicated.
0: While Mortal Kombat 11 has some standout moments, we can't overlook the franchise's history and its impact. Mortal Kombat's 2D era is by far more recognized and continues to sell out
1: today, far exceeding anything from the new era. And I mean, don't forget the newcomers like Mortal Kombat 1, 2023, their performance over time will tell us a lot about where this franchise is headed. And, you know, as we mentioned, as of yet, Warner Bros and NRS have yet to reveal actual sales numbers for the game. So we can give a bit more of an accurate take on this regarding Mortal Kombat 1 specifically, at least. Exactly. So
0: what's your take? Is Mortal Kombat 11 the best Mortal Kombat ever? Or is it riding on past victories with Mortal Kombat 9 or even Mortal Kombat X?
1: And also tell us, what are your thoughts on Mortal Kombat 1 itself? Is it destined to be better than its predecessors as the game continues to evolve and more content is added over time? Or will it leave a sort of tarnished mark on the franchise? Let us know.
0: And if you like this discussion, smash that like button, subscribe, and hit that bell. Stay tuned for more
1: scorching Mortal Kombat debates. Until next time, remember, every warrior has a story and every saga a lesson. And the Realmcast is here to tell these stories. Thank you.